Wait a moment. Just got my bag. Get my shopping bag. Very, very good morning to you all. And a very happy Christmas. But not, still not too late. And uh, I know since it's New Year's Eve, I thought I'd share with you this morning just three uh, short thoughts to help us prepare for the year ahead. But before I do, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this past year. We thank you for your faithfulness, love and goodness. And we thank you that you have been with us through good times and through the bad times. And we pray this morning that as we look at your word, you'll help us to understand more about you and how you want us to live in the new year ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I know uh, children uh, love colouring in, but you're very welcome, and you're very welcome to stay there, but you're also very welcome to come and join and help me out this morning as well. So you're very welcome to come down to the front, if anyone's around still. The adults have to stay where they, they are, though, because... No one, no one wants to join me. Okay, okay. Myself sorted out. Ah, oh, great. Got some help. Move this across a bit, perhaps. Oh, wonderful. Oh, I wonder, did you have a good Christmas? You have a good Christmas, great. And I met you, but Christmas can be a very exciting time, can't it? We have, our, we have all the decorations up at home, don't we? And uh, we sing carols, things like Away in a Manger. We play lots of games, we receive lots of gifts, we eat lots of nice food, and we do this because we celebrate Jesus' birthday. But you know what, sometimes I think, why can't every day be like Christmas? Wouldn't that be great? We could stay in our pyjamas all the day. But the problem is it can't though, isn't it? The reality is things will soon get back to normal. We've got to go back to school. I've got to go back to work. We start wearing those Christmas jumpers and we end up wearing plain jumpers. And all the Christmas decorations got to be packed away. Our living rooms look bare and empty. And worst of all, the chocolates, all those lovely chocolates will soon be gone and we have to make do. If you want something to snack on, we have to have a banana or an apple or something. But I have great news, because that does not need, we do not need to stop being excited about Christmas. We can still hold on to the Christmas joy in January, in February, in March, in April, in fact all year round, and for a lifetime, because God loves you and me, and God is with us. And let's think back to the shepherds, in the Christmas story that Francis read out just now. Was anyone involved in the nativity uh, play here a few weeks ago? Yeah, a few hands have gone up. What, what, what did you play? What, what did you play? You were the narrator. Oh, a very important part. Was anyone a shepherd? No one was a shepherd. Ah, well... Can anyone, can anyone remember what the shepherds do? What was their job? 
you all feeling a bit sheepish? How to get that one in? Any idea? What were they thinking? The guard the sheep, that's right, the guard the sheep. Uh, must be, it's quite a tiring job though, isn't it? Accounting all the sheep. I'm sure they would have fallen asleep sometimes. Do you know where they like would you know where sheep like to go on holidays? Any idea? Grassy field. I thought it was the Bahamas. But anyway, <laughs> enough jokes. But do you remember what happened to the shepherds? Can you remember? It says, whilst they were watching the sheep one night, an angel of the Lord appeared and told them the good news. In the town of Bethlehem, a saviour has been born. He's Jesus the Lord. And so they rushed off to see the baby Jesus. In fact, actually, is anyone good at reading? I've got my Bible here. Beginner's Bible, it says. Is anyone good at reading? Anyone want to help me out read this little bit again? I don't know if... Microphone is on it. Don't know. Anyone want to read this out? Very short. You want to have a go reading? I think this microphone is on it. The shepherds? Yeah, you can. Stand, do you want to stand up and face, face the crowd? That's right. Look at this. You hold the microphone then. The shepherds um, rushed to Bethlehem. They were found baby Jesus. They told Mary and Joseph what the angel had said. As they returned to their sheep, the shepherds told everyone what they had seen and heard. And heard. All along the way, the shepherds shouted, praising, praising praises. praises to God. Oh, excellent. That's very well done. Thank you very much, it was excellent. So did you see the two things that the shepherds did? The first, you notice they started spreading the word and telling everyone what they had seen and heard. And secondly, did you notice that after they had been to see baby Jesus, they went back to their jobs watching the sheep. But the thing is, they went back changed. Their hearts had been changed. They went back with a joy and a love for God in their hearts, praising God. You could say they had a Christmas tingle in their hearts, for they had seen the Christ child. They knew that God had not forgotten them, and they realised how much God loved them, and this transformed their lives. As we sang earlier in the carol, Hark the Herald, Angels Sing, that God and sinners are reconciled. Well, talking of things transformed, I've got a little experiment. It isn't an experiment. It may not work, but it might work. Is anyone good, anyone good with science at school? If I just put this on here. Brought this table forward. Does anyone like money? Would if, I give, if I give you any money, would anyone like some money? <laughs> a few more enthusiastic hands. Anyone want to need another volunteer? Who wants to come here? You're good about to come and help me. I've forgotten your name. I should know your name by now. Ophelia, that's right. Yeah. I'll empty my whole wallet. There, what, have you got some dirty... There's another one there. Rather dirty-looking coins, isn't there? What? There you... You, can, you might just want to put them in the jar. Got 
very chemical ingredients here. What if I get some salt? I'd like to put the salt into the jar. You can put it all in if you like. And there's some vinegar. It's just what we have on our, my fish and chips sometimes. You can pour a bit of vinegar in. Maybe a little bit more. Yes, let's see. So this is a bit of an experiment. Smells strange. I've put the lid on, give it a shake, stir it up, get the salt dissolved. Is anything happening? They're getting clean. They're getting clean. Oh, should, should have put the lid on a bit more. Oh? Oh, the glass is broken. It's unusual. You shook it too hard. I better move that away. Oh, well. But very quickly, though, didn't they? They got very clean very quickly. Well, at least we saw the experiment work. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> didn't expect the glass to break. Put that back in there for safety. Now we all smell of fish and chips now, don't we? So. Get, get rid of those. This coin's perhaps too strong for the glass. But you can see what happened though, isn't it? The, the, the same thing happened to the shepherds. They were transformed by their encounter with Jesus. The shepherds went back to their normal day-to-day -day life, but their world would never be the same again because they had seen the Christ child. So the question for us this morning is, how will we go back to our normal routines when we go back to school, back to our work, will we follow the example of the shepherds who had a new vision and purpose for their life and tell our friends the wonderful news that God loves them too? Will we continue to be excited about the good news that God is with us and continue to praise God? Okay, that's my first thought for us today, that Christmas joy can be with us throughout the year. Well, let's move that wet table out of the way. <laughs> Here's my second thought for us today, and that is 2024, our future is safe in Jesus' hands. Well, we're in 2023 now, aren't we? Does anyone know what? I just told you the answer. What will it be this time tomorrow? Anyone know? It's 2023 now, isn't it? What will it be tomorrow? That's right. That's right, the first day of 2024. But doesn't anyone know how many 2020, 2024? <laughs> a tongue twister, isn't it? But how many days will there be in 2024? Anyone know how many days there are in the year? All right, just at the back. You know idea? Oh, close. Three. Not 193. Anyway, does any adults know out there? They've all been quiet, haven't they? Yeah. Three, I've got 365 days. Anyway, there's one way we can find out, though, can't we? I've got a calendar here, so we could count them, couldn't we? Let's see. One, two, three, four. Okay. I think there's quite a few days, anyway. 365. 
But one of the things I'll be doing this afternoon is I'll be writing down all sort of important things I know that are coming up in the year, like birthdays. Has anyone got a birthday in January? Anyone who's got a birthday in January? No. Someone, you, someone out in the audience has got, right, great. Someone's got birthdays. So I'll be writing birthdays. What other important dates do you think I could write on here in the calendar in the year ahead? Christmas, I could put Christmas down, couldn't I? Make sure I get ready in time. I'm always late for Christmas, always rushing around. And Easter is on here, if anyone wants to know. It's the 31st of March, it's Easter Sunday. That's so important, it's written down already. But does anyone know what's going to happen on, say, Wednesday the 25th of September? Anyone know? Please, I don't know either. But God knows. God does, doesn't he? We don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future, God. And as we approach the end of another year and count down to the new year, part of me is excited. But if I'm honest, there's also a part of me that is a bit anxious too. No amount of boogie-woogie piano playing by Jules Holland will satisfy my soul or calm my soul. For if you like me, you start wondering, what will 2024 bring? What will it look like? What sort of things will be going on in my life? Will I be in good health? Will I still be able to afford the bills? And what about the church? What sort of things will be going on here? And what about the world? The crazy things going on out there? It can look a bit scary, can't it? No one can say with certainty what 2024 will bring. But we can have peace, can't we? Knowing that Jesus holds the future in his hands. In fact, I've got another verse from the Bible to remind us. I find what I did in the paper. I put it in my bag, didn't I? I did have another verse. Oh, here we are. Would anyone, anyone else like to read this one? It's like a nice short verse. Anyone else like to read? Well, you did such a good loss last time. You're welcome to read, yes. The microphone is on again. Yes, yeah, so this, right, yeah, so this is from Joshua, chapter 1, verse 9. There you go. This, this, my, this is my command. Be strong and... Courageous. Courageous. Don't be afraid or discouraged. Discouraged. For the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. Oh, excellent. Thank you again. Some difficult words in there. (laughs) Reminds me of that song. Was anyone at the Holiday Club this year? Anyone come to the Holiday Club? No one. I'm sure I recognise a few of your faces. But it reminds me of the holiday, that sea shanty song we sang at the Holiday Club. But it also reminds me of another song when I was preparing this. Reminder that we can entrust our future to the King who holds the whole world in his hands. And it reminds me of a song. Does anyone remember that song? He's got the whole world in his hands. And it just so happens that Craig and his pants... <laughs> to know it too. 
Thank you for that, and uh, we've lost the children now for that. Because of that. <laughs> but we've finally got though to the third uh, thought for us for the new year, and that is to let us keep fit and press on. I don't know many people like to make New Year's resolutions, don't they? Perhaps one of the most popular is to keep fit, sign up to the, uh, to do some extra sports, or go to the gym. Um, I don't know if children like doing any exercises, what sort of exercises you might like to do. And for other, perhaps for other people, it's perhaps to start a new thing, like learn a new language, or to eat less perhaps, or go to bed earlier. As we said before, there are 365 days in the year ahead, but do you know how many hours there might be? Any guesses? Anyone know how many hours? 75, 6. It's 8,760 hours. That sounds like a lot of time, doesn't it? The question is what we will do with it. How best will we use our time? What are we going to focus on in the year ahead? I may have mentioned this quote before, but someone once said, our greatest fear should not be your failure, but of succeeding at things in life that don't really matter. It makes you think, doesn't it? What are our priorities? What do we spend our energy on? There's an English missionary, you may have heard this one before, that said, only one life will soon be passed. It's only what's done for Christ will last. So then as we face a new year, it's a good opportunity to examine our lives, to think about where we are going and what goals we should have. Well, the Apostle Paul had a goal, a resolution, if you like. His goal was to know Christ, to be like Christ, and to be all Christ had in mind for him. Now, I don't know what resolutions you have for 2024, but let me invite you this morning to make this our goal, to know Christ better. And Paul reminds us of this in his letter to the Philippians, that this requires actions. We need to press on. Philippians 3 verse 14 says this, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenwards in Christ Jesus. You see, we need to press on until the day when the race is finally complete. And that requires action, doesn't it? We can't drift into knowing Christ better. There's a comment that someone made that the chief problem of the church today is that we have too many amateur Christians. In other words, there are just many of us just dabble in the, at their faith. It becomes just another extracurricular activity. 
Well, our aim is to press on, to keep going forward, to look ahead at what God is doing to transform us into the likeness of his son, Jesus. Have you ever seen athletes run a race? You know, they throw their whole bodies into finishing the race. I never worked out why athletes, they always start off down like this, don't they, running when they start a race, don't they? But we never, you know, if we run to catch the bus, we don't say, there's the bus, quick, I run and catch the bus, do we? It's a strange thing. But they seem to throw their whole bodies into running the race and finishing. Their eyes are focused on the finish line. Um, yes, if any of the children, I've got to uh, give you a little challenge to do. I've got a bucket and ball here. Simple thing you can do is throw a ball into a bucket. It's very easy. Anyone like to have a go? Don't all rush at once. It's kind of all a bit shy. Anyone like to have a go? <laughs> looking around at the, Anyone like to have a go? <laughs> Desperate looking. That's you have a go. I put the. You can come here. Let's put the bucket there. I'll give you a ball. Right. I think, how, how old are you? How old, see. how old are you? How old are you? Five. Five. Wonderful. So I do five pigeon steps. One, two, three, four, five. Right, is that about? Have a go. Have a go at throwing the ball into the bucket. Ah, oh, well done. Excellent. It was nice and easy. But now, give you one more chance. But this time, if you keep your eyes on the Christmas tree, do you think you can still throw the ball into the bucket? Have a go. Oh, I miss a go. One more, have one more go. Ah, <laughs> oh, so it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult when your eyes are not focused on the bucket. Oh, well done. It's the same with Jesus, isn't it? If we keep our eyes uh, off of Jesus, uh, then we need to keep our eyes fixed on him. I'm sure there may be times when we trip over in our race, but we need to get up and keep moving forward. So then, will we devote our energies into knowing Christ better this coming year? Or are we busy throwing our energies into things that don't really matter? So there's my three thoughts, really, to help us as we approach a new year. Firstly, Hold on to the Christmas tingle, that joy of the Christmas message that the angels first gave to the shepherds, that joy of knowing for certain that things are right between you and God, and the hope that comes from knowing Jesus. Secondly, don't be afraid of what lies ahead. Although we don't know what the future holds, we know our God holds the future in his hands and is with us through the good days and the bad days. And thirdly, let's get ourselves spiritually fit, keep our eyes focused on Jesus and press on to know Christ, our risen Lord, better. Well, you've all listened really well this morning and thank you for all the helpers, especially who, is it just who, who did the readings, was excellent. And, uh, and thank you for your help with the, with the throwing the ball. But let's close with a prayer.